Hello and welcome to The Hearing, I'm John. And from Chicago's north side, I'm Scotto. And without any further ado, on to this week's album, which is from 2006, Brother Sister, by Me Without You. This one was requested by Ron. Me Without You was an American rock band from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, whose music featured spoken word vocals over free-ranging drums, bass, and guitar. Brother Sister is the band's third studio album. It was released on September 26, 2006 by Tooth & Nail Records, produced by Brad Wood, and features Aaron Weiss on lead vocals, Christopher Kleinberg and Michael Weiss on guitar and background vocals, Greg Jahanian on bass and background vocals, and Richard Mazzato on drums and percussion, with additional musicians Josh Bender, background vocals, Andrew Dost, Flugelhorn, Jeremy Enick, I'm guessing that pronunciation, on vocals, the singer from uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. Okay. Um, Orlando Greenhill, upright bass, Tambor on harp, Brett Wallen on trombone, and Chick Wolverton and Brad Wood on melodica. Reminder, I don't edit any songs into our reviews for copyright reasons, but on our blog John and Scott, uh, at johnandscotto.com, you'll find links to Brother Sister on Bandcamp and Spotify, so you can follow along if you'd like. And this is another one that's on Bandcamp, so of course, whenever an album is on there, we got to give them a plug because sure. you know they give more to the artist than anywhere else. Also, if you scroll down a little bit in those show notes, you'll find links to my stuff on my music on Bandcamp. Uh, I released uh-huh. a new song while we were on break. On to track one, Messes of Men. Love the guitar tones on this one. Of course, I love any kind of spoken vocal. A moody intro, kind of dark side of the moonish. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, the rain cloud, rain sound. Yeah, yeah. I love how it picks up. Um, nice contrast between the singing and speaking. The dynamic changes really keep it from getting repetitive. I mean, I was really into this because it was this nice. I mean, it was emoish, but it was a nice build, and I'm a sucker for a build. Mm-hmm. And the middle section kind of cut, or actually, it wasn't a middle section. I wished it was a middle section. That that closing section happens, and I'm kind of like, what? Where where did everything go? <laughs> I like the timing change for the instrumental break. There's some nice chaotic feedback. Um, the choice to go more textural during the break was nice. Instead of just having a straight up solo, there were some nice percussion effects. Right, I was kind of like, it's not exactly a guitar solo. Which I like. It was kind of textural. I I started as a guitar player, but I'm tired of solos. uh, I just, it left me kind of disappointed. I was like, where is this going in there? Is this going to come back with a great ending? And and then it was just kind of like a, no. There's a nice little bass break. And, you know, love any kind of bass solo. (laughs) It's Um, like, it's done. (laughs) Track two, The Dryness and the Rain. Seamless transition into the into this one, as is the case for most tracks on this album. A real Pixies influence going on here. Love the frenetic vocal, great off kilter groove. Like that there's a softer vocal uh, at the end of the verse. The chant in the chorus got interesting, reminded yeah. me a bit of Jane's Addiction. I like the chant a lot. I think anytime they did a chant on this, mm-hmm. I, I was pretty much down with it. Love the timing change into the chorus. Uh, like how he goes between speaking and shouting in, in verse 2. He, particularly when he spoke, used his voice very dynamically. Yeah. Um, yeah, like when he spoke and then when he yelled. But there's another phase of his voice later that... No. <laughs> 
there's a great melodic guitar solo here. Um, the claps and the tambourine in the bridge were an interesting change of pace. I like the the guest vocalist. I think he was underused. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jeremy Ennick. Yes. I've never heard Sunny Day Real Estate, so I, I really don't know anything about them. I, I had to go and like look up to make sure, you know, his vocals are, are what what I'm getting into. But it's anytime there's like a softer mm. vocal, yeah, like not it's a nice not, contrast. Yeah. yeah. Um, track three, Wolf I Am and Shadow. Nice transition again. Great groove. Love the intensity of the vocal. Nice sparse arrangement at the top of the verse. I like how the guitars build to and through the chorus. His his rants remind me a lot of like suicidal, and that's definitely not a bad thing. Of course, huh. you know yeah. he kind of gets into that. Love the manic vocal. I really feel like there's a a Mars Volta at the drive-through kind of influence. Okay, at work here definitely, especially mm-hmm. in this song where it's just kind of rambling on with that that driving guitar yeah. and drums. I love the background vocals in the chorus, and then there's yeah. a break which has a nice riff and instead of a traditional solo, which is kind of this riff with these kind of sound effects from the second guitar. Um, and I look at the ending builds. Track four, Yellow Spider. Here's where it gets interesting, particularly interesting. I mean, it was interesting before this, but this is a recurring song. Yeah, I liked the idea of a ballad, but mm. I have a problem with his singing voice, or at least this particular singing voice that he's using he's here more of a spoken word artist uh right than a singer I, I i like his voice it's interesting i like the frailty of it but he's not a great singer by any means it's it well no it's, this is when he goes low mm-hmm. and he kind of he kind of does like this you know kermit the frog it's a Bob Dylan, lay lady lay kind yeah. of voice um, <laughs> like what why are but, you doing this dude you know, a, a softer song here was a nice change of pace i love yes. how they use the melodicas it was just a nice break from the chaos but uh and it's yeah. a minute and ten since it's it's entirely using that voice i would have picked this as my weakest okay which is again is interesting because this is a recurring song. We'll we'll explain that it gets, when we get to the next one. It gets better in the later versions, <laughs> definitely though. Um, track five: A glass can only spell what it contains. No transition this time. It's a nice cold start. Yeah. Um, the opening riff is very early U two, which is a note I come back to in later songs. They're very U two influenced. And he starts out. He's still using that voice in this song too. And it's kind of like, all right. You had this Jeremy Ennick guy. Why, why wouldn't you have brought him in for some of these parts? Well, he's that a you guest, so you know, I don't I know, know if you'd want him to lead. Um, like how the second guitar fades in. It's got a good groove. Love the bass tone. Like the vocal melody. Like the syncopated riff in the chorus. Um, love the shouted, distorted vocal at the end of the chorus. We really get our first guitar solo on this, and it was very nice. Well, there are a couple other solos, but. This is like the proper, you know, balls to the wall kind of solo. Right. And again, it's very U2. Yeah, I think it, I think it definitely pulls the song up, you know. I, I refer to another guitar part in a later song is very edgy. If you're familiar with U2, you know and what that means. Honestly, this is the first track I really noticed the musicians. Mm. Like a lot of this, uh, the, the previous tracks, you feel like it's mostly about, it's about him. the singer. But it's that's any band. Voice. A lot of bands yeah. are about the singer. Yeah. Um, no doubt did a whole video about that. Um, 
Well, it kind of reminded me of, of Company of Thieves, only <laughs> she's got a singing voice. <laughs> well, yeah, and singing is not a strong suit, which is why he right, speaks right. most of the time. Um, but I did like that contrast when he does speak. I like the frailty of his voice. Um, track six, nice and blue, part two. Love the chaotic groove, get great bass tone, great shouted vocal. Love the riff before and after the chorus. Harmonies in the chorus are interesting. Um, yeah. Love the riff after the break. Love the slowdown in the for the last chorus. The drums go very Stuart Copeland, my favorite drummer. I, there's another band that, that uh, well, this reminded me of at this point would be the Mountain Goats. Interesting, because I do hear a lot of Mountain Goats. Yeah. And I'm surprised it doesn't put me off because I don't like the Mountain Goats. <laughs> I think I'm the only person I know who doesn't like the Mountain Goats. Ah. You, you don't know, love me either. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, small doses. Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to them. You know, at somebody's house, you know, where it was on for a while. And after like a couple of songs, it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. you know, I think we're uh, done. <laughs> uh, track seven, The Sun and the Moon. Like the interplay between the guitars in the beginning. Love the wonky timing. Interesting melody. Like the distant vocal in the pre chorus. They do some great stuff with effects on his voice, too. This was a tough one to review, honestly, because it just. I, I kept zoning out on this one. I had to come back for a fourth listen. And I was like, oh, it, it's just a little too monotonous. <laughs> you know, they were going for that trance kind yeah, of, yeah. you know, Zen thing. And it was like, it, it really worked. Particularly and, toward the end. Um, yeah. But I, I like the interesting harmonies in the chorus. Uh, the sparse break after the chorus was nice. The claps in the second chorus were a nice touch, but that repeated vocal at the end was a little iffy for me i I like that um at least the band changed up what they were doing so you had him saying the same line over and over again but at least you didn't have the same music because that would have ruined it for me (laughs) and there's this nice sparse break at the end track eight orange spider same melody as yellow spider um different but similar lyrics um only arrangements a little different i like the flugelhorn the the singing voice is a bit different too this reminded me more of like neutral milk hotel okay the you know heard of them but haven't heard them i say the kids when i say the kids i mean the millennials who of course no longer kids (laughs) (laughs) like those guys now (laughs) i know i know i don't want to admit i'm that old (laughs) older Uh, this one was a shame it didn't go on longer, honestly. Uh, it could have really gone somewhere. Same duration, actually. Let me just oh, yes. check. Mm-hmm. Are they all brown? The third one is a little bit longer. Yeah. This one could have been the best if they fully developed this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I feel like they could have had a full song there. Mm-hmm. but and, and neither of us really are a fan of interludes. Um, Sometimes they work. Shorter songs don't generally work for me, even when, yeah, I even complained about it on Aqualung. Um, I think have, repeating it was interesting thematically. Clearly, they were showing a progression story-wise, which was nice throughout the I, album, kind of bringing it back to this point. You know, that was fascinating, but I feel like it could have been a full song that took that journey in one yeah. piece instead of spreading it out. Yeah, and, and just lose the first spider. <laughs> Track nine, C minor. This is my pick for weakest. Like the groove, like the guitar riff. 
counterpoint with the vocal and the guitar was interesting. Um, something's got to be weakest, and this just kind of just didn't <laughs> go anywhere for me. It it starts out strong. I mean, I like the change in tempos mid-song. I like the the brass again, and mm. it. Is that brass or a guitar? I could never. I I, I think it's a guitar because flugelhorn's only credited on one song. Oh, okay, all right. It had I'm a very sure brass. Kind of, I, I mean, that's why you know it just goes with the brass. Yeah, I wasn't sound. sure. Um, could be. I mean, it did have an ending actually, which is kind of rare to this album, <laughs> where the songs really didn't have a lot. A lot of the songs did not have endings. Well, they transitioned into the next song, which I liked. But this one, you know, actually has an ending where yeah, I mean, and then it never ends. Chant is good, mm. but you know. Yeah. It kind of it does just kind of fade into the rest of the album, though. Track 10, In a Market Dimly Lit. Great interplay between the bass and the guitar in the intro. Great bass tone. Oh, nice use of melodica. They use melodica very creatively on this album. Um, and it's not an instrument that I'm usually a fan of, unless it's the Hooters. Um, so it was nice to hear it used in a, in a way that didn't annoy me. Um I think it would have had a greater impact if it hadn't been used on Yellow Spider already. <laughs> like, well, think about it. They kind of waste it there, you know, where it's just, okay, this, Yellow thing's Spider. Just, um, this thing is just sitting there. But think of the impact if we hadn't heard that before. Oh, yeah, true. And, and it just suddenly shows up on this heavier like, song. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> that, that, yeah, true, true. Um, uh, and in my notes, of course, they, when he does that singing voice again, I'm like, this voice works for Les Claypool. But I not this like dude. <laughs> what I call lazy sounding vocal. Um, I, I, I thought it was nice. Um, nice build in the second verse. Um, the distorted guitar that comes in is a great contrast. I love how it just explodes in the, in the second verse. Um, great groove of the drum part in the second half and the climb, kind of climbing riff before the last verse. Track 11, O Porcupine. This is my favorite. Same here. Great opening drum part. Reminds me a bit of my Sharona. Yeah, yeah. It is kind of neat that they just finally just did something basic like that and yeah. worked off it. Um, here's the note. I have very edgy guitar part, meaning referencing the edge from U2. Oh. Um, Mine start with, why the hell couldn't we've had more of this? <laughs> great bass tone. Love the hits in the pre-chorus. Love the chaotic, punky chorus. Lilbert stops and he just says, listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Love the chaotic noise between, uh, before the second chorus. Um, great distant vocal in the bridge. Love how the drums build after the bridge. Some great harmonies toward the end. And the harp at the end was such a nice touch after this loud song. Yeah, again, I think Jeremy is uh, underused, but I mean, he's sometimes even kind of in the background of the mm-hmm. mix. He's but... a guest. He was probably a friend of the band who was just hanging out in the studio and decided yeah. to sing on a couple of things. Yeah. But at least, you know, use that a little more. <laughs> he's got an actual singing voice. <laughs> Track 12, Brownish Spider. Again, same melody, same chords. Um, harp is a nice touch. Yeah. A nice transition into this one. It's again like they they introduce like a new instrument, mm-hmm. but they just do it in. The yeah, <laughs> they take the same melody and chord changes with different lyrics and just build on it each time. Again, you could have done that with successive verses of a song of one song. Yeah, um, but the change at the end was nice. Um, I think the changing colors represent time passing, as in the seasons. Mm-hmm. It goes from yellow to orange to brown. Okay. Oh, and I've got. I've got my notes. It's not easy being green. <laughs> I did not get Kermit from any Oh, yes, yeah, totally. 
Especially in this song, Kurt sounds like. And finally, track 13 in a sweater poorly knit. Nice noisy opening, great contrast, then going to acoustic, good groove, like the high harp in the chorus. Um, The instrumental chorus is an interesting choice. Um, Good groove there. Love the drum hits in verse two. And the harp at the end was really beautiful. Nice way to close the album. It is a really good closer. I mean, they, they've got their shit together. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good climax and denouement at the same time. Yeah. Um, wouldn't say it's the strongest, but it is it's a good well, we track. both picked an earlier track for strongest. Yeah. Um, would you recommend it? Uh, I don't think I would. I think he has a couple of vocalizations that he just fell back on way too many times throughout the album mm-hmm. where you know he had the the low voice where he's singing like that and then the the when he got frantic he kind of sang in the same pattern well not sang but you know what i mean he he would just take the same vocal pattern and just rely on it entirely too much mm-hmm. like when i got through it i felt like i'd heard stuff before you know it does get a little samey i'll I'll give it that but i definitely recommend it i love the contrast of the heavy guitars and the spoken word um i think with regard to his singing there is a difference between the two of us that we've talked about before i think it came up during the london london's review i like emo you don't (laughs) his singing is very emo is that emo Uh, from what i understand of emo it it leans a little of that frail emo-y kind of almost crying thing well, that that I did not have a problem with. <laughs> it oh. was when it was the low to register stuff oh, he was okay. singing, okay, where yeah. he was trying to sound like Farmer Brown or something okay. like that. It didn't bother you know? me. Um, <laughs> was, I, I thought his spoken vocals were better, but I think it's worth yes. the price of admission for the spoken vocal. The spoken vocal for the guitar frantic. parts. The, both I mean, guitar players are amazing. Super heavily influenced by the Pixies, of course, yeah. with the frantic, you know, rant. Very you know. Pixies, very U two, very very U two. Um, handful of other very very well chosen influences i think it's overall worth the price of admission anyway that's it for brother sister until next time we'll be reviewing king of rock by run dmc nice. i think we'll both agree on that one yeah until then of course always remember never forget wherever you go in life there, there you are, you are.